0: Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Devin Laird. We chat Chevy Chase, board games, baby names, Christmas to the max, and much more. Devin is family-oriented, genuine, and has his heart on his sleeve. On with the show. There we go. So welcome to Sarnia Famous, Devin Laird. Glad you are here. Um, So we have our little game here. Uh, Brent Wilkinson donated this or gifted rather gifted this to the show it's called which one it's like a little icebreaker yep we've gotten to a point where i've made it through all of the cards so okay i am going to let you choose a color but if i get to a card where we've already done that color i reserve the right to switch gears you're cool with that sounds good all right so i'm going to give this a wee shuffle and basically i will give you two options you let me know which one you prefer and why? Okay, so first, red or or blue? Uh, let's go blue. Blue. Right, let's see what All we got here. Oh. <laughs> okay. Which one would you prefer? Okay. This is new. Uh, to be stung on the face by a wasp. Okay. Or. Or. Have
1: a neck made of jelly. Um, I'm going to have to go with as uncomfortable as it'd be, stung on the face, I think. I think neck of jelly would make it hard to do much other things in life and wiggling around and everything. Yeah. I've gotten stung on the neck before. It's not fun, so I imagine the face wouldn't be any better, but I'm going to have to go with that one.
0: Yeah, I think I have to agree. Like I yeah. can't even the logistics of a neck of jelly like it seems weird Yep. i uh i've been stung on the inside of my lip once so uh, i went to a music festival with my family and was having some wobbly pops with my siblings sure and my mom warned us she was like make sure you tap your can before you take a sip and we were all like yeah whatever mom didn't listen i took a big old drink and this poor wasp was in my mouth
1: oh my gosh
0: and it stung me it, it happened so fast my sisters were sitting in front of me on this inflatable chair thing i spat my drink on them but in the in the time that it took me to take the drink and then spit it out like he my lip was already swelling um <sighs> so yeah. At
1: least you weren't allergic so that's good. True. That would have made a right. whole other story. That would have a, a whole way. other thing. What a way.
0: What a way to, to yeah. find out that you're allergic. <laughs> Getting stung on the mouth. But yeah my face like my lip was huge and my mom was vindicated for sure that her eldest child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hey you live and you learn. What that's you right. <laughs>
0: Okay, right, well there's that so now we can okay. get to business so right. um my goodness so i'm seeing all these advertisements for for little shops you guys are really in the thick of it hey
1: yeah yeah just uh what, about three weeks left now mm. a little yeah, just about three weeks okay. so but we've been i don't know we've I, as a cast i think we've been pretty ready for about the last month to kind of get at it i've never been part of a show that's been so I don't know professional and mentally ready as this one has been it's it's pretty remarkable Mm -hmm. so now it's just kind of getting antsy to get up on the stage and show people what we've been doing
0: for sure for sure what do you think is uh is different about this one that makes it feel that way
1: i don't know it like you know i've never been part of a show where the cast didn't get along and all that kind of stuff and it's been a blast so that part of it but i don't know the level of Professionalism every single person brings, and I don't know the dedication and responsibility they hold on themselves to be the best they can be for somebody else beside them is I don't know. I've never experienced anything like it, and it's amazing. So, I applaud my co stars, and they're making me better. I hope I'm making them feel like they're achieving their best too. But yeah, it's we're ready to go.
0: That's exciting. I'm excited to see it, and it's definitely anticipated. There's lots of people who love that show and I'm sure have seen it elsewhere before and are excited to see what you guys bring to it and and make it unique. Is there anything that you can tell me about the show that you think will make it stand out from other without like letting too much out out of the bag?
1: I haven't seen, I've seen the movie version of it, but I haven't actually seen the stage version of it. But there are, I guess, some little Little nuggets in there that bring it a little closer to home. Let's say that. All right. uh, Yeah. That's what I can give away. I can't speak to the whole show as a general, but I know there's little nuggets we've added and it'll make it a little more closer to home.
0: Closer to home. Okay. I love that. Just a little, ha! Just a little little teaser. Right on. Right on. So I noticed, and this is maybe silly, but I noticed there were some photos where you were wearing kind of like black thick gra- glasses, mm-hmm. and then now they're um, the pictures I've seen. They're more of that like round um, style. Yeah. Do you wear different kinds, or was that a, a stylistic change?
1: So the. N- The original video that Ian had created uh, at a rehearsal there, I just grabbed whatever ones I could find. So those are all movie theater 3D glasses because we didn't have, at that point I couldn't find where the other ones had went and I don't wear glasses myself. okay. Um, Even sunglasses, I've hardly ever really worn them in life. So I try and use them at rehearsal so I can understand, you know, what are little things I can do with glasses that are character, whether it's sliding on my face or Mm. pushing up on the, you know, the bridge of them. So the ones we're actually going to be used are those, I kind of call them the 70s style. Thank you.
0: Or, yeah.
1: Yeah, The 70s style dad glasses um, are the ones we're going to rock with. And uh, when I put them on and did my hair and everything, I walked out and uh, everyone was like, you're Chevy Chase right there. And I looked at a, I looked at a picture afterwards. My, even when the original uh, poster came out too, my parents sent me a little like gift thing. And it was just a picture of Chevy Chase smiling. and. Yeah, it was it was pretty darn close, and the number of friends and family that reached out and were like, "You're not even on the poster. What the heck?" I'm like, "No, no that's me up front right there." <laughs>
0: oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah,
1: it was it was pretty cool.
0: Right on. I didn't put that together, but as soon as you said it, it was like, "Oh my goodness, for sure, for yeah. sure." So that that must be fun to to have people not even realize that it's you in the advertisement. Yeah,
1: because oh, yeah, wow. for me, I was like, "Oh, you know, the it's the dark hair. Like, sure, I'm wearing glasses, but I." can't look that different but it was like I didn't say probably about 10 people reached out the day the poster came out I was like I, that's cool like yeah. it's gonna bring a whole the character to the stage it's not gonna be me up there um, just at least from the physical you know, attributes of it so mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty cool
0: that's perfect that's I think exactly what you want right yep. is to Absolutely. be so immersed in your character that you're unrecognizable yeah so how have you gone about creating your character what's your process
1: Um, So for the first little bit, uh, I was listening to the soundtrack Mm. for about two months straight. So auditions were back in, what, beginning of June, I guess. Mm. And so from a couple weeks before auditions came, I was just pounding the soundtrack. I listened to it twice a day for about two months straight. And I start to just kind of develop the story through the soundtrack a little bit. And I don't know, I'm very visual so i could picture what was kind of happening on stage and then right from there as far as like what are little quirks i can start to add in that you know they aren't doing on broadway or some other productions that are you know me that what i'm bringing to the character mm-hmm. and i like to do it in little subtle things whether it's little phrasing or size or noises after phrase or interaction with somebody or little nuances like there's uh, I prick my finger in the show. So what are things that I would do when I'm nervous, when I have band-aids on my finger, that kind of stuff. But a lot of it was listening to the soundtrack beforehand, and then once the script was there, jump right into it. I like to be off book, you know, a month into it if possible. Mm-hmm. That way, the rest of the time is just full character, finding that thing, interactions, that kind of stuff.
0: I love that that you're going into yeah. such detail, even those tiny mm-hmm. mannerisms that you know the audience probably don't even realize that yeah. you've put all of that time and effort into just those little teeny things. I love that.
1: I think that's what helps a character become no longer you and, you know, being of their own. Mm-hmm. And you can get so immersed inside of that world um, that you, you know, forget about what's outside. Like when I'm on stage, I'm so zoned into a moment because I've spent, I think, that time doing those little nuanced things. that the rest of the stage actually becomes a blur to me because I'm so hyper focused in that moment. So wow. yeah, one of the things I thoroughly enjoy about the theater is losing yourself, but feeling like yourself more than ever too. Oh
0: my gosh, I'm trying to write that down. Losing yourself. <laughs> That's gold. Yeah. Okay. I've written several quotes so far. Okay. That, okay. Was, that was gold though. I got to remember. Star, star, star. So, do you go. think uh, are there similarities between this character and who you are in daily life, or are you mostly different?
1: I mean, I I think there's definitely some crossover, and I think that'll happen with a lot of shows. I think that's what kind of creates a you know scripted character a little bit more unique from actor to actor, as the show's been put on probably a million times across the world, right? But it's actually funny, so sometimes now, when I come home for rehearsal, I'll be playing, me and my friends will sit down and play board games, or I'll start talking to my wife or whatever, and she's like, you gotta gotta get out of character, because you're acting (laughs) too much like Seymour right now. And even when uh, they called me and offered me the role, I was like, oh gosh, like, thanks. And they're like, no, you don't have to be Seymour yet, like, just (laughs) wait a couple weeks, we are fine. So I guess maybe there's more similarities than I thought, but, Oh, that's
0: cute, that's cute.
1: Yeah, it's not even intentional at this point. It just happens. But yeah,
0: I love that um, board games. What's what's your favorite board yeah. game? Uh, t-
1: I like strategy ones a lot. Um, one I've been playing a little bit right now is uh, Villainous.
0: Villainous. Disney one.
1: I love. Yeah, I love the Disney crossover games. So I play oh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Tell me more about this. Is Disney? I've never heard of oh. it.
1: Oh yeah, Disney. This you know they've been around for a little bit. So celebrating a hundred years. Oh no, so I don't mean. No, around. no, no.
0: I don't mean. I've never heard oh. of Disney. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. It? Can you imagine if I was like, <sighs> actually no, no. I mean the game Villainous. Oh,
1: Villainous itself. Um, you play as the Disney villains. Okay. Um, and instead of a hero, and you have kind of like a story. Each person has their own story their own board, and so it makes it a little more complex off the jump, because not everybody has the same rules or interactions that they can do in a game, Um, but you can, you know, play around with the world you're in, or mess up other people's worlds with adding heroes from their stories into their game to try and block them Mm -hmm. or whatever, Um, so I've been playing that one, it's a little, uh, you know, immerses yourself in a character type of thing, so it crosses over with acting. Mm -hmm. Um and then me and a couple of my really close friends have been doing Harry Potter games as well, same kind of thing team based uh kind of role playing each get a wizard and play through it so that's how we nerd out on usually once a week, right on. stay up till you know two in the morning and play on the weekend and <laughs> have fun with it and
0: yeah, and being uh disney villains until 2 a.m yeah uh, yeah my uh my husband has like a, i feel like there's hundreds of board games in our basement so i'm gonna have to ask him if we have that villainous one because yeah. that sounds fun that sounds, yeah. like a lot of fun um okay and then i think do, do i hear a puppy
1: yeah he's in the backyard it's it's my uh baby shower this weekend so we have friends coming in from out of town and everything and some of them might have arrived right now so he's going crazy
0: oh oh my goodness okay yeah. well yeah because you 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 have a big life event coming up
1: I do I do my first child a little boy coming in uh, December oh my goodness. so yeah our first child so we're pretty excited about that just about, about two months out at this point point. And-
0: Right on. And this and, weekend is the baby shower you were saying. Yes. The whole yeah. weekend, like it's a whole weekend.
1: I think it's a, it's Saturday, but I know nothing about it. My mom planned ah. it for us, so we were lucky enough to have that. So we're told show up and experience it from there. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh,
0: that's lovely. It's nice when yeah. people care about you that much, hey? That they just say, show up. We want to spoil you and take care of it all. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay. So I know she's been. Me and my wife have been together for seven years. Aphrodite is her name in case I, you know, bring her up again. <laughs> um, so we've been together about seven years. My mom was like, I started playing in the shower three years ago, so <laughs> get ready for this. I was like, all right, cool. Parents. Sounds cool.
0: Parents are so yeah. funny. Yeah. That's lovely. So you got, you know that it's a little boy?
1: Yeah. Um, no. so,
0: have you already picked out names and stuff like that?
1: We've got a top two now. Oh, so we've narrowed
0: it down to two. Yeah. Hey. Top
1: two, and then we're gonna wait till we meet him to yeah. feel like I feel like you can kind of yeah. one just clicks, is what I've heard from other people. Yeah, so.
0: for sure. And you might even those two names might go completely out the window when yep. you look at his little face. Yeah, Did, I spent a lot
1: of. T- oh, go. No, ahead. you
0: go ahead. You spent a lot. Go okay. ahead. Please.
1: I was just gonna say I spent a lot of time like reading through like I rented the name of ten thousand baby names from the library book and oh, like, it was like reading the dictionary and I was like, all right, I spent about like five hours on it, reading through every single name, every letter and everything. So I had a bit a list of about ten. My wife has found one that she really likes, um, and then I brought one from that list of about ten I had. So yeah, who knows? Once we meet them, maybe it'll be that top two, maybe it'll be off the list that I had other stuff, but yeah, We'll know when we meet them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love that you plugged the library just then. I don't know if you know this uh, about me, but I'm a librarian. So, oh, um, are you? no, yeah. I
1: didn't
0: know. Way to bring in the library. There we go. There we go. Way to go. So did, have you guys, uh, if you got, you're got, you down to two, so one each, do yeah. you feel like there's like a little bit of a competition there? Or ha- has there been not, any tension about the name?
1: Not really. Like, um, so two we're talking about are Caden and Theo. Um, mm. And I, we're really open to either one. I don't think I have a preference between the two. I don't think she does either. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really just whatever comes in that moment. Hopefully we agree on the same one in that moment, but if not, you know, we'll figure it out. They're
0: both solid we'll, names, very different yeah. names too.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, not connected to anyone specific, but just ones we came across. and We'll use the middle name as family, not family
0: yeah. or something like that. That's a nice tradition. Yeah. So they get to yeah. be their own individual person, but they still have that connection to the family. Yeah. That's exactly. Nice. That's really yeah. nice. And, uh, okay, hold on. We were talking about dogs, and then you distracted yes. me. Tell me about your tell me about your fur babies.
1: Yep, I got two. So one is Kylo. Um, he's an Australian Shepherd. He's been with us about four years now, a little over four years. And then the other one we just got last Christmas, so he's still a ball of energy. His name's Maui. Um, <laughs> little, he's a Samoid, so he's not little anymore. He's bigger than the, the Australian, but... Yeah, he's uh, he's a character still. So we're curious once the baby comes, how that's gonna go. I was go just to gonna see. ask, yeah. Yep, yeah, he's definitely vocal to get the attention. He loves to bark, which our Australian doesn't at all. He just kind of puts his hand on you and says, "Please pet me." <laughs> the Sam is he sticks to their uh, stereotype. And yeah. Barks with a nice little hard pitch bark. So, yeah, <laughs> it'll mean. be a ball, but. <laughs> my wife wanted to get him before the child came so at least he'd be you know mostly trained yeah so we got the two and then he'll grow up with them that's lovely yeah Yeah, little family
0: be a busy little household with with all that going on
1: it will it will so especially with the holidays because christmas is huge for me I've always, my family always celebrated Christmas to the max, like, entering the light contests in the city and all that kind of stuff. Uh, So me and my wife do that now, too. Um, Yeah, we've done it. We've entered twice, and we've placed. uh, we won People's Choice Award twice, and we placed second, I think, one year, because they were late entering us in so their house didn't get officially judged. But yeah, we have, I love it. So the... Going back to the Chevy Chase the <laughs> huge compliment because yeah. of Christmas vacation
0: that's exactly yeah, but, what I was thinking of
1: yeah so oh, I've actually man. already started putting some uh, lights on the house and uh, planning what the theme is this year and everything so right on. getting ready for it
0: so the, I'm, I'm not uh, not from Sarnia so I'm not familiar okay. with the the light contest so is yeah. it just you so you just mentioned theme is there no. you you determine your own theme or is there like a, a contest theme
1: no so it's just it's been going on for as long as i know like it's, for quite a long time it started years and years ago <laughs> and um it's just you know get encourage more people to decorate their house for the holidays and that kind of stuff and then they have a panel i don't know where this panel comes from but a panel that goes around and you know critiques it how on whatever they chooses the criteria they want to critique on but I like to have kind of a theme that goes on. So last year we did, like, Candyland. We made a gingerbread train out of, I like to do a lot of DIY stuff. So we made gingerbread train and lollipops and that kind of stuff. And the year before was the North Pole and Santa's house in the village. So I built, like, a huge workshop. That was his workshop, and we did our house up and everything. So I like to have the theme. It just keeps it organized, I think, rather than, you know, Exciting chaos—it kind of focuses it a little bit. So, right on.
0: I, yeah. I think being on that panel would be awesome. Like, if anyone's listening who wants me on the panel, let there me know. Go. Probably be like so great, but also very difficult. Yeah. To be on yeah, the panel.
1: there's some pretty amazing uh, participants every year, and then off of that, so there's usually about I think maybe 15, 20 that enter, and then there's the unofficial one. I don't know if you've seen it pop up on Facebook, where I think it's called like lights of sarnia or something and it, they had like 150 people join and just put their address on and created maps to drive around and watch really? um yeah it was awesome so wow. we do that each year and there's one for halloween i believe too what? i think it's run by the same guy yeah
0: do i ever leave the house like i know nothing <laughs> about what's going yeah. on
1: i think oh. it started during covid so people could have you know something to do and it was like it was gps on google maps and people oh, wow. would drive around and and then yeah, it's uh, yeah I forget what it's called, but Sarnia fright or something like that, or Halloween tour or something is the they're on Facebook, but and they have tons of members in it, so I uh-huh. think it's going to get an issue. Yeah,
0: I knew like I knew informally that something was going on. There's there's a couple houses on our street that yeah, um, but I didn't realize the depth of it. So yeah,
1: it, it blew up. So it's cool. It's now becoming a tradition thing I think for a lot of people.
0: That's that's a a nice thing that can come from from all of that, Um, being segregated from each other and stuff. Nice Mm -hmm. little traditions. But okay, so we haven't talked about theater very much, but you've- I know!
1: (laughs) I I do a lot of things and excited to talk about anything,
0: (laughs) And I'm here for it, like, you keep coming up with stuff and I'm like, wait, I have like 15 questions about that one thing. Um, Because Christmas to the max, I, I absolutely adore Christmas and- what are what are other ways that your family christmas to the max like i feel like that's stitched on a pillow somewhere yeah and i want to hear more about it
1: yeah um so like ever since being a kid like i always loved like the magic of christmas and you know waking up at 2 a.m after my parents had already stayed up decorating like under the tree and that kind of stuff little presents and stuff and then saying oh Santa's been here it's, it's time to go down it's time to go down <laughs> dragging them down and they would come with me at, you know, at 2-8 oh in the my gosh oh. yep um, so it was like that's where it kind of started but then um, we do a lot of different stuff we started traditions where we'd go to Frankenmuth um, mm. as a family and have like a Christmas dinner there and go to the big shopping Christmas ornament store and that kind of stuff um, and then I don't know my favorite moments though are just like Christmas Eve where it's quiet we sit around and you know, drink hot chocolate and maybe put our favorite Christmas movie, mine's uh, The Polar Express. So that's my favorite one. I like, love the music. Um, and actually that ties to theater too. And uh, yeah, that's my favorite moments of Christmas. So just the choirs, yeah.
0: Okay, tell me about the, the theater connection to Polar Express. Yeah,
1: so the, the song Believe in It and When Christmas Comes to Town, uh, we're actually part of the first two shows I've done. So I, Nightingales with Carrie Beauchamp was how I started doing the first shows I did, I guess, not how I started doing theater, but the first shows I did um, back in, in 2007, 2007 is when I started doing them, so now they hold a, a extra special place in my heart because I was kind of where it all started for me, and uh, yeah, always on the playlist come Christmas time, and if I'm not in the shows, which I haven't been able to be a part of her shows for quite a few years now I moved away for school and that mm. kind of stuff. But it's always on the playlist to bring me back to those moments and relive them a little bit.
0: That was a yeah. skillful way to bring us back to theater. There we go. Like 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 well done. There we go. Since I'm not bringing us to the theater, I'm <laughs> taking us all over the place, uh, selfishly. I mean, as the host, I get yeah. to, you know, I yeah. that
1: right. <laughs> I follow your lead.
0: <laughs> actually... You took the lead there, which is perfect, I need all the help I could get. Um, so so theatre then, going back to mm-hmm. what we're actually here to talk about, so is theatre uh, a hobby for you, or is it a life passion, or what does that look like in your world?
1: So me and my friends joke around that I have more than a passion, it's now become an addiction. <laughs> Uh, and I, I just said I don't know if I'm ready to air that out to everybody it's like you know going to like a, a, I don't know a rehab meeting or something but yeah I, I'm truly addicted to it I've been doing it since uh, 2006 I guess and then I had a five-year period where I couldn't because I was um, first because I was working in Toronto and I didn't know where avenues were to do it mm. after university and then COVID hit mm-hmm. and that didn't help out so Tarzan was when I got back into it and I don't know I can't get out of it now so even with the kid coming I you know spoke with my wife and I was like I want to audition for Little Mermaid I know it's going to be hard but like I don't know it makes me feel alive and feel like myself so I need it Mm. um, you know it would be a dream if I could ever do it and you know make a career of it but I know that's very difficult to do and I didn't go to school for it or anything like that but even as a a hobby like it was something now that i went i went through that period of five years without it i couldn't do that again
0: yeah
1: it, it would hurt too much yeah.
0: yeah you know what you're missing now yeah. So, yeah for sure unfortunately we're already getting to the point where <laughs> i need to like now i need to take the reins and redirect us so yeah i uh, usually try to give the guests Some time toward the end of the episode to talk about a side hustle or um, an Etsy page or a charity or really whatever you want. You can even talk more about theater since you didn't really get to talk about it hardly at all. Uh, It's completely up to you. The floor is yours. It can be a soapbox moment, just whatever you'd like.
1: Yeah, I I knew you did these because I've listened to a bunch of my friends and I've been stressing about it since (laughs) you first messaged me. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what. Because, uh, yeah, I do a bunch of things, but there's not, like, a specific thing I want to, you know, stand on the soapbox and talk about. So I was like, do I do, like, a TED Talk of, like, you know, make sure you do what makes you happy type of thing? <laughs> um, but I guess if we do that, like, it brings it back to theatre. Um, we can talk about that more if sure. you want. I know that's what the focus of the podcast is kind of about. But, yeah, I was stressing about it for, like, what, has it been a month or so now? Oh I was like, I, Yeah asking friends and everything they didn't give me any,
0: any <laughs> ideas that sparked and I was like oh my gosh
1: <laughs> so maybe it's a good you know little thing that we didn't talk about theater up till now we can use that
0: there we on. go I was helping there you out go. I knew yeah. it intuitively <laughs> What? I'm sorry that you <laughs> felt that stress. I genuinely, uh, I definitely don't want to stress people out. Um, I, I just wanted to
1: do a good job. That, no. is, all, that is all it was.
0: The, yeah. the comment about a TED Talk, like that is another gold moment in this talk. Like that was priceless. Absolutely priceless. Um, okay, how about this? Uh, sure. Let's We're going to go back to theater. Um, in all of the experience that you've had, is there a character that you have felt most connected to?
1: Um so I'd say probably my the ones that I had a very hard time like everyone goes through that post-show depression or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but the ones that probably hit the hardest were when I did Beauty and the Beast back in uh, high school I was the beast then and then actually Tarzan was a really tough one too when I played Turk uh, back in May there too they're both very different characters but i don't know after getting the roles and finding the depth of them it was just they've stuck with me pretty intensely since then so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i don't even know what specifically about each one um but yeah they're definitely very special ones to me that i've done
0: Mm -hmm. i i was lucky enough to see you in tarzan that was like jungle extravaganza that was so much fun that show and i can only assume it was a blast to be a part of and and you definitely did an excellent job and thank you it seemed so natural and and easy for you to be that character and obviously
1: yeah it was the first time i had done more comedic which was kind of a cool experience um and the dancing that Hollow Miller put together didn't make it any easier. <laughs> um, I, after trashing the cam at intermission, I would come off the stage, and after you know jumping around and sliding on my knees and everything like that, I would come off because Tarzan and I just start, finished wrestling. When Jane comes in, and I would just collapse onto the side of the, the wings because I couldn't breathe, and like I have a fairly low heart rate oh. in the first place, but when I would come off, I swear it was a, you know probably a hundred beats faster a minute than what I usually sit at, if not more. It was more intense than any athletic training I've ever done, wow. like football and that kind of stuff. And it was intense. Mm-hmm. So it was between the comedy and then, you know, being pushed to my limits, singing and dancing at the same time, it was it was pretty cool.
0: I could see then why you would feel especially connected to it. Like if you were yeah. pushing yourself in all facets that, yeah, yeah I could definitely could see that, how it would be a loss to walk away from yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of cool because we did, I think it was 10 shows, I think it is what we did over, just over a week's time period. So there was many days we were doing two shows a day, mm. and you don't get that too often no. um, with a show. No. It's usually, you know, five, seven shows, something like that, spread over a week. But this was special. It was so many people were coming to it and supporting us, and You know giving good feedback that we got to have the opportunity to really really do it well a number of times yeah oh yeah that's awesome so so, some special special moments for me that i'll definitely remember
0: Mm -hmm. yeah obviously you can see it all over your face like obviously we're Ah. on a podcast but you've got such a big smile it's it's very clear that it it means a lot to you and you carry it with you um, yes. very much looking forward to seeing you in little shop. Little Shop hands down my favorite musical. Yeah. And yeah, looking forward to it. Um okay, well thank you so much for making yeah. time for me today. Of course. I really appreciate it. And uh, enjoy your baby shower.
1: Thank you. I will. I will. Okay. Don't know what to come, but we'll make the most of it. I mean, we'll have fun.
0: I think it's great. I love surprises yeah. and I just think it's so darn cute that family's like no no we got this just show up yeah it's gonna be great so, it'll be fun okay well thank you again um of course have a good course. weekend hopefully you i'll as well. run into you in real life and we can say hello yes
1: yes after the show if anything i'll oh, yeah. keep an eye out for you sounds afterwards good to me okay okay thank you sounds good Bye. talk to you later
0: okay kids that's all for this week thank you so much for listening see you next time